Hi, this is Kenneth Wong, Senior Editor for DE. Late last month, news emerged that Desktop Metal, one of the AM hardware maker focusing on metal 3D printing, is in the process of going public. This is happening in a climate in which hardware makers bemoan supply chain issues and decreased sales in the face of COVID-related shutdowns and slowdowns. So, desktop metal seems to be an exception. Today, we speak to Arjun Agarwal, desktop metal's VP of product and business development. Arjun, welcome. I've seen the term AM 2.0 in desktop metal's press releases. That seems to suggest AM, or additive manufacturing, is graduating from a rapid prototyping technology to a manufacturing technology. So how does it, what does it take to get there? Great. Well, thanks for having me on, Kenneth. Uh, yeah, at Desktop Metal, we are really excited about the next generation of additive manufacturing, which we call Additive Manufacturing 2.0 or AM 2.0. And, and you're absolutely right. It, it's really all about graduating this technology and this production technique from the realm of design and prototyping to something that can actually compete with conventional manufacturing technologies. And what AM 2.0 really boils down to is technologies that allow you to make parts at much higher quantities, so think hundreds of thousands or even millions, uh, and make those parts at much lower costs, costs that you traditionally would only be able to achieve through a conventional manufacturing process like casting or machining. How does going public change desktop metals industry focus or product offering? Does it change anything at all? I, I think the short answer is no. I think one of the benefits of our technology, um, and, and to some extent the additive manufacturing industry as a whole, is that it, it's very horizontal. You know, we have customers in industries from automotive to aerospace to consumer products, oil and gas, uh, machine design. So the, the customer set for us is, is very broad, and, and we really think about our solutions as enabling applications across the spectrum just at, at different volumes. So we have uh, you know, mid-volume solutions, we have high-volume solutions, we have different materials, uh, you know, metals, uh, as well as composites, and all of these address an array of, of different industries. I don't think it changes our, our focus uh, in terms of where, you know, what vertical markets we're targeting. Certainly, we'll look to expand our presence in, in some markets, um, but, but I think at a high level, um, what going public is really about for us is uh, a couple of things. Uh, one, you know, we're at a unique time in the, in the time horizon of our, in the life of our company where we are on the verge of introducing several new products, our shop system, a mid-volume tool for, for manufacturing and job shops and machine shops, our fiber, which is a composite 3D printer for printing really high strength and, and low weight parts out of continuous fiber. Uh, and then our production system, which is our industrial manufacturing solution that allows you to make millions of parts a year at, at very low part cost. In the early phase of the pandemic, I hear a lot of inspiring stories about 3D printer owners, hobbyists and professional companies alike pitching in to help produce PPE. And COVID seems to have significantly changed the manufacturing practices and how people manage supply change. So I'm just wondering if that opens up a new role or new opportunities for AM. 
Absolutely. I think uh, it's fantastic how much of the additive manufacturing community really kind of banded together to support uh, the healthcare industry in, in you know, whatever way they can. And, and we at Desktop Metal uh, played a, a small role in that as well. Um, you know, broadly speaking, at a very high level, one of the major benefits of additive manufacturing is that it offers a lot of flexibility from a supply chain perspective. There's a bunch of other benefits related to uh, design freedom, related to the ability to manufacture really complex shapes that are highly optimized or take many different parts and combine them into a single part. But I think what COVID has really demonstrated is the opportunity to build a supply chain that is really flexible uh, based on shifts in market preferences or disruptions in the supply chain. I, I think there's a lot of value in that. Um, traditional manufacturing companies that are you know, stuck using tools like casting or molding uh, or, or press and center, you know, they leverage tools which are you know, upfront expenses in the manufacturing process and make it really hard to change what you're manufacturing or do a bunch of different designs. Additive manufacturing is a process that, that doesn't require tools to manufacture. And so as a result, you get a lot of flexibility. You can print one part one day, a different part the next day. Uh, you can spin up new products and new, new lines uh, very quickly. Uh, you can push manufacturing a lot closer to the point of demand and, and the time of demand. So you can manufacture just in time. You can customize products based on regional markets. Um, and these are all advantages because uh, there is no tooling, because the, the processes themselves, you can build a really decentralized supply chain. Arjun, one of the important components of going from rapid prototyping to mass manufacturing seems to be a stable and robust kind of software to help you design parts. Um, what is the role of the software as you see it? Absolutely. So uh, software is really a core competency here at Desktop Metal. We have devoted a lot of resources to building out our software that supports our hardware products. I think software has a role in, in making additive manufacturing easier to use. Uh, it also has a role in ensuring that additive manufacturing allows for much higher performance parts. So one of the benefits of additive uh, is the design freedom that you can get. That's only, so, that's only helpful insofar as humans can actually design really optimized products. Uh, one of the things that we've invested in is a tool called LiveParts. Uh, this is a generative design tool. It, it's a, a term that really describes software where the computer leverages artificial intelligence technologies to actually do the design on behalf of the human, where the human is focused really more on inputting the part constraints, what are the loads on the part, uh, what is the geometry it has to stay within, any, any kind of physical constraints, and then the software will actually do the work of creating a highly optimized design that reduces material but is really high performance. And so you get these really complex organic shapes, and these are shapes and designs that can only be manufactured via additive manufacturing. Very good, Arjun. Now, going public usually means um, your life could change usually for the better overnight. So I wish you and your colleague the best of luck in the next month or so. Fantastic. Thanks, Kenneth. Really appreciate the time. 
My pleasure. This is Kenneth Wong. Until next episode, we are out.